0: Welcome everybody, I'm your host Brian Basilico and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey peeps, babies are cute, puppies are cute, bacon is not cute, but I bet your mouth watered just a bit. What if somebody recently lost a baby? Maybe they're a cat person. What if they're an animal rights activist or vegan? Then, that first statement could not be farther from the truth, or at least would not get the response you hoped for. Brands like cute are in the eye of the beholder, but as a business, our brand is our image. Branding is complicated. It's more than a logo or your corporate fonts or colors and how you advertise to your perfect customers. It encompasses everything from stock images to how you answer the phone or choose not to, and what platforms you use to distribute your content. Speaking of content, that's comprised of text, images, and media. Your text, if you use a tool like Grammarly, can tell you the tone of your writing. Me, I'm generally confident, informational, and assertive. Images can come in the form of original, stock, and now AI. Audio and video are a world unto themselves, yet they contain text and images. So, it's a compilation of all of the above. Babies are cute. Everybody loves a baby, until you have to change a diaper. Babies are just cute. When somebody posts a picture of a baby in an email or on Facebook or social media, it gets a lot of likes and responses and comments. The E-Trade Baby is one of the most successful and recurring Super Bowl ads. He's a talking, tech-savvy, investing baby who is cool and smooth. And did I mention he's cute? He's kind of the opposite of Geico's So easy, a caveman can do it. Sitting there looking cute, he conveys that his online trading process is So easy, a baby could invest better than you do. Even without the cool dude voiceover. If people are talking about their kids, you can connect by joining in on the conversation and maybe offering some advice if it's solicited or deemed appropriate. Puppies are cute. There's many movies and commercials featuring cute puppies dogs and cats for a good reason. Puppies also embody cuteness. Big-eyed, soft, warm, and cuddly but training them is a whole nother ballgame. But more than that, people get emotionally attached to their pets. People often treat their pets like families. Families without kids may treat their pets better than their family. People can be very passionate about their pets, but not just dogs. It could be rabbits, hamsters, ferrets, reptiles, birds, even fish. People love commenting on, liking, and interacting with pet pictures and posts. We adopted and even named our now passed-on rescue dog through social media. In the summer of 2011, in Chicago, as the temperature hovered around 100 degrees, somebody stole the copper piping from a rooftop air conditioner at a Chicago animal shelter. Our friend Kendra Witkowski, who worked with the animal rescue called ARF, Animal Rescue Foundation, was asked to come to shelter and foster some dogs because of overcrowding and the soaring heat posed a major danger to them. One of her workers took a video of a black lab retrieving tennis balls over and over, paying no attention to other dogs barking and yelping around him. Camera sent a Facebook message to my wife saying, Kim, what do you think of this big guy? Oh, did I mention that he was only days away from being euthanized? Because he was a 100-pound active black dog, which was not easy to get adopted by most city folk. A few days later, the big guy showed up in our driveway. We met him and immediately fell in love. A week later, I returned from giving a presentation out of state, and Boomer came to his forever home. We loved the dog, but not his shelter name. So that night I posted a picture of him on Facebook and I said, name that dog. We got over 200 responses and tallied votes to get the top five. And so I asked again, did he look like a Mac, a Louie, a bogey, something else? But because he was a black lab from Sweet Home Chicago, He was named Buddy Guy. Buddy Guy was a Facebook sensation. On walks, I'd take pictures of him receiving P-Mail and posted them to Facebook. And I'd get tons of likes and comments. People love to post pictures of their pets and love to get comments on them. Some pets even have their own social media accounts. I have no idea how they type but pets are another great way to connect with others. Okay, now you're asking yourself. Self, what does this have to do with me and my business, networking, or even my brand? My goal is to communicate about myself and my business. Guess what? Social media networking or relationship marketing is not just about babies, puppies, buddy guy, or anything else. It's not about you. It's about your audience and what interests them. It's about a human-to-human or H-to-H connection. It's about being authentic, vulnerable, flawed, and just plain human. Influencers are trying to act bigger and better than everyone else. It seems they know something that you don't. Now that may work in a consumer world, but in B2B, it's just noise. You can become more human by sharing your interests like sailing, running, cancer, Alzheimer's, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts, soccer, baseball, football, swimming, dancing, working out, health, wealth, and wellness. If you want an audience to pay attention online to you or in person, You must create a connection on an emotional level, not just an ordinary interest level. Because people love their babies and their puppies, pictures of animals, kids, and family, and the emotions associated with them garner the biggest attention and the most responses on social media. Sales and marketing will come later once these connections have been made. Now, many experts say you can skip this step, but I'm here to tell you that relationships only work when there's a mutual benefit. So, everybody relates to bacon, except maybe vegetarians. Friends of mine, George N. Bender, who I call the Godmother of bacon, and Rich Kaiser of Kaiser and Bender Institute of Marketing Strategy, are consumer anthropologists, speakers, authors, and consultants. I started working with them in the early 1990s when they were crucial players at Fox Retail Group. We worked together on projects ranging from message on hold tapes to training videos, and recently we linked up again to give a joint presentation on social media. During the prep for that presentation, we were at the craft and hobby conference in L.A. And Georgianne said, watch this. She posted a simple hashtag message that said pound bacon. And by the end of the presentation, she said, I'll have another 10 followers. She was 100% right. For some reason, people love anything bacon. Go ahead, search hashtag or pound bacon on any platform, and you'll find thousands of posts and people talking about bacon. So, I started posting bacon pictures, quotes, goofy stuff, and more, and what happened? I quickly gained new followers and had more people comment on my posts than ever before. What's even more eye-opening to me is that when there's bacon-related news like Burger King, having a bacon sundae that goes on the menu. Dozens of people would repost that on my timeline. People would even order me plates of bacon at networking meetings to pay homage to my ode to bacon. Some people commented that they're worried about my health. Do you have a prepaid plan with your cardiologist? So, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I like bacon just fine. But I eat it less than once a month. And honestly, if I had my druthers, I order sausage. I suppose neither one is good for you. But that's my choice. So, why is bacon important? Because it's neutral. One unwritten law with social media is never talk politics, religion, or sex. Men versus women. If you do, you're going to piss off at least 50% of your audience. Bacon is a Switzerland of content. It's neutral, universal, and viewed as friendly and comforting. Bacon has created a brand for me and makes me stand out from the crowd. People see posts of pictures of bacon and they can't help but share it with me. It doesn't matter if it's the first time or the 50th time I've seen it, I acknowledge their contribution and let them know that I really appreciate them and their efforts, which I sincerely do. I was speaking at a marketing conference a few years ago, and all the marketers there were trying to help me grow my brand even bigger. One said, you should make bacon stand for something. Instead of meat, M-E-A-T, how about MEET, M-E-E-T? And he was so right. So, I evolved BACON into an acronym. It stands for Building Authentic Connections Online Networking. After all, it was really about using online tools and techniques to start growing and enhancing relationships that start and are maintained through business networking. Babies, puppies, and bacon get people to feel like you, and they have something in common. The home run happens when they share your messages with other friends. This extends your reach beyond maybe your 100 to 500 connections. It's another concept I'll explain later. In our short attention span theater world, some of us want to circumvent this and step in and get to the task at hand. Just sell what you have to sell. And this happens both on face-to-face and online social networking. In the B2B LinkedIn world, I call it the connect and pitch. People try to offer a sincere desire to connect. And as soon as you accept, they immediately message you and say, hey, let's have a conversation about a mutual benefit. Loosely translated, they're saying, let me pitch you on how using our product and service can benefit your business. They could care less about you. You are raw meat, M-E-E-T. You're a warm lead and a potential notch in their sales gun. Please, don't fall prey to the attitude of, let's cut to the chase. Are you a prospect or a waste of my time? Have you ever been on the other side of that equation? It's demeaning, alarming, and just plain rude. Nobody wants to log into Facebook or LinkedIn And then be barraged by, come to my event, we're having a sale, we're better than Brand X because. People log into Facebook to connect with family and friends. And log into LinkedIn to learn about something or research something about their business. Not to be sold. It's not about you. Your networking presence on social media should not be about your product or service business. It's just a way to start conversations and enhance interpersonal communications. We'd all love to be the center of the universe. But whose universe? Hundreds, if not thousands, of other people may be selling what you have to sell in your town or your region. Your audience may not be interested in what you're selling right away. But You can get them interested in your baby, your puppy, or your bacon. So what does building authentic connections online networking mean to you and your business? I can assure you it's different for almost everyone, but we all have some things in common. Building means it's a process. Relationships have a start and a flow. Most end through atrophy, meaning they're not cared for or nurtured. So, identify the ones you want to maintain and continue to work on them. Authentic means genuine, real, and of substance. Whether you like to admit it or not, we tend to have a slightly different perception of ourselves as friends and as business people. The same goes for online and offline. The more you align these two different options, the more authentic we become. Connection is about feeding value. You have benefits for others and they have benefits for you. People may treat this like a hose that either pumps or vacuums. Relationships have a mutual benefit, and they're generally a combination of both. That means that there is always give and take. Online is just a technology that enhances relationships. It should not replace nor be different from what you do in person. Networking is when you meet people and build the connection by authentically connecting with them and offering value. Often this is done online after you meet through an email or direct social media message or text message. For a consumer business, it's about providing enough value that customers will want to continue hearing from you until they're ready to make a buying decision. For B2B business, This means investing time in nurturing a long-term relationship. This may mean providing them with information in the form of articles or videos, or even providing them with connections that can turn into leads and sales for them first. So remember, it's not about you. It's about BACON. Building authentic connections, online networking. Now that is some crispy advice. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember... It's all about the bacon.